Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Above the Bar podcast. For each week, we belly up to the bar with a new guest, find out what they do, who they are, and what makes them great. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Alrighty, folks, welcome back to the Above the Bar podcast. It's your host, Sean. We have bellied up today. It is another one of those opportunities to do that one thing that always breaks my equipment, always gets my <laughs> At some point, I'm going to lose my internet, and I promise you on all that is holy that it's not me. So hopefully you've got your sage, you've got your crosses, you've got your holy water, whatever it is that you need, your rosary and your beads, bellying up to the bar with us. And we got to thank uh, – Big Nate's here. He's he's brought in some great guests for us. We've already got some folks popping up and joining in. But from Paranormal in the Funhouse, and I promise you when I first heard it, I thought it was Paranormal Funhouse, which sounds like a great uh, 90s heavy metal band. But, uh, <laughs> we've got straight from, from my my home, home hood of Maryland, uh, Paranormal in the Funhouse, Brandon and Stacey. I'm a you know what? I normally do this and I forgot to do this. Is it Crody or Crotty? Oh, it's Crody. Well, you said it first. Uh, right. You said, yeah, it, right you said first. it right. A lot of people don't get it right. So Never. I just go with it. It, it looks like it says Crotty, but it's Crody. It's so Italian we, last I name. It the first time. I was, I was like, what was that? A spirit box for a second? <laughs> I, in the headphones. <laughs> I had your, I had your buddy Lisa on with her. Yeah. Sp- 60 dolls and lights like i'm like and you like i told her i was like so so you've got a teenage daughter that is, is susceptible like she she picks up on this energy yeah mm-hmm. and you've got 60 of these things in your house uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, like why there's a there, she's got a lot man that's she brought quite she brought. a bit for a yeah. visit when she came down to see us here in maryland and i was like Interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Green it, just loved it, I bet. Oh yeah. <laughs> so well, let's get this house clean and done, so we we can go ahead and get into this. We've actually got a few different things that are, that are going on, and we'll mention the the one a few times as everybody kind of jumps on and finds us and realizes that the show's going here. First, first and foremost, as always, we got the big board over me. You like that, don't, don't you, there, Brandy? You see what's on that? I, I see it. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> Steelers, uh, Steelers fan, but it's—I mean, it could be worse. It could be uh, Bengals. Uh, he's a Steelers fan. Why wouldn't you have told me? He's this? confused. He's confused. On my show, I try to keep. So, my whole family is from Pittsburgh, so but oh, lives in Mar- I live in Maryland. Nate, off the show. I'm trying, trying to help him change that. Oh. Hey, here, here's one thing before you start. She was a New England fan. Are we really going to throw me well, under I, the bus? After 10 years, she's still a fan. <laughs> the New England Bradys, they, they were great. They were great. The New England- <laughs> Stop it. Oh, my God. So, as always, the big board over my right shoulder for sticker and a cause. If you've got something that you're supporting, whether you've got your own show, your own podcast, I don't care if it's a club, your your pool league, whatever it is, whatever you got going on, reach out to us on <laughs> Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, Twitch, uh, TikTok, Instagram, even our email. Everything is the Above the Bar podcast. Reach out. Let us know what you got going on. I'll tell you what the address is then. Mail me out the sticker and you'll get a free ad. That is actually, and I forgot the sticker. I couldn't find it in my truck, but one of for today, we actually have, and you can find it on Instagram. It's called Man- Manila, not Vanilla, but Manila ex- underscore extract, M-I- and I, let me, I'm going to jack up. Nate knows I can't spell him and I definitely <laughs> have Maryland educations. Uh, <laughs> there's no spelling going on in this crew. If you ask any one of us, to spell it, graphics. that is absolutely your fault. Manila extract is M A I N E L L A underscore extract Manila extract. They hooked me up with this shirt today. Instead of only fans, it says only fades for like faded haircuts, <laughs> only fades. That's- Love it. He's got a bunch of other ones that are coming out. So check him out on Instagram. He will mail those out to you. He's got some, he's just showed me a design today. I'll go ahead and dime out the design. It is, looks like uh, ET 
you know, the ET over the moon. Oh, but that's cool. But instead of it being ET going over the moon, it's a guy doing a uh, Superman off the back of the bike. With- oh, oh wow. that's, that's really cool. cool. It has stuff like that. So make sure you're checking out uh, Manila Extract. Uh, phenomenal, phenomenal guy. Great T-shirts. And uh, they're actually good quality T-shirts. He actually he, he spent the time to figure out the type of T-shirt. So make sure you're checking them out. Uh, always a pleasure. And always we've got Budget Blinds of East Greenbush, our big sponsor here. Budget Blinds of Green, East Greenbush is locally owned, veteran-owned business op- and operated. Yeah, get my tongue tied around my eye teeth. Can't see what I'm saying here. <laughs> Window covering franchise that offers high-quality custom blinds, shades, shutters, and drapes at affordable prices. Their knowledgeable and experienced team is dedicated to providing excellent customer service and helping you find the perfect window treatments to fit your style and budget. Stay up to date with the latest products, promotions, and designs, tips by following their Facebook fan page. And if you tell them, hey, you're there to belly up to the bar to check out the new some new blinds, they are going to give you a 15% discount off of that entire order. So you can't beat that custom blinds in your home, a discount. Let them know that you're there to belly up to the bar. That's Budget Blinds of East Greenbush. Last but not least, oh, get back over to my stream yard. I was on a different page there. But last <laughs> but not least, Nate brought this up. What's up there, uh, Shay Robinson? Appreciate you popping in. Uh, Nate brought this up last week, and we're going to bring this up a couple of times. We've got a couple of people watching right now. I have never I think I know who that is. Shay, uh, I recognize the name. How you doing? And we got, it looks like uh, Amanda Vendetti watching also. I have never watched Yellowstone, and Nate talked about it last week. A uh, whole weird thing where I guess Yellowstone's on Peacock, but it's a Paramount show. I don't understand it, but we did start watching 1883, and I'm loving every bit of that one, which is somehow associated going down the line. They're all it's associated. There, it has. There's one that's 1883. There's Yellowstone. There's one coming out that's 1923. Yeah, that's already out. Yeah, that yeah, all that is. They're all prequels. So we're starting with 1883, but we're headed to Yellowstone. And that being said, they're headed back to the ranch to dive into the first eight episodes of Yellowstone season five. We got a great giveaway going on here. First five, first eight episodes of season five, along with never before seen content that includes exclusive interviews with the cast and crew. In these, I need that. They. They explore the fan favorite relationship. You guys have to tell me about who Rip and Beth and Casey and Monica in an in-depth look at the iconic music of Yellowstone, the process of bringing Yellowstone world to life and more. It's on Blu-ray and DVD. So that being said, for the first five people that go ahead and DM the above the bar podcast, (laughs) shut your whole face, Nathan. (laughs) The first five people that that send me send me that message, I'm gonna go ahead. You gotta send me your name, your real name, and and an address, and I'm gonna go ahead and let the folks at Paramount know to send out five, send out each one of you a copy DVD of season five of Yellowstone that you can watch. It's not gonna cost you anything. There's no shipping and handling. I don't need your firstborn. I you know what was so great about this. Uh, and, and they do know you. Uh, they said, hey, how you doing? Doing pretty good. What was wild about it is, is I thought, how great is talking about Yellowstone in 1883 and 1923? And we're going to talk about paranormal. Yes, in Maryland, we're not, we weren't in the West and all that. But guess what? The War of 1812 happened right there and a lot of other shit. A so, lot, uh, a lot of wars, believe it or not, if you go back in history, have a lot to do with the Maryland. A lot. <laughs> You know, that Chesapeake Bay region. So look again, folks, send me your uh send me out your information. I will get you that free copy sent out to you. Uh all I'm gonna be looking for, and I got my phone next to me, it'll ding me when when I got it. Just first name, last name, and an email or a uh physical address. I'll pass it out to the Paramount people and they will send that send you out a copy. But I thought that that would be fitting because here's the deal. I already got your next your next paranormal spot for you. I've already got it. All right. What's that? Todd's farm. Already talking to him. You need to go to Todd. Yeah. Do you know what? So you guys are where in Maryland? Annapolis. Annapolis, yeah. 
definitely, you know, the most close to down, downtown Annapolis, basically, you know, the hot spot for you history go. and paranormal, not far There's from Baltimore. Back next week. So you're going to laugh at me. I grew up in Dundalk. Mm-hmm. My mom has lived in Maryland since she was 13. Mm-hmm. We, we both went to Annapolis for the first time, maybe about a year ago. Oh, wow. I tried to explain to people, like when you live in Maryland, crossing like bridges and rivers and, and we, we just don't do it. We're like, why do I need to right. go? We just stay in our spot. <laughs> yeah. Why do I need to go to Annapolis? What's in Annapolis for me? I'm not sailing no, no boats. I don't need that bullshit. And that's right. just like Dundalk. I'm not messing with them idiots up there and dumb dog. I'm not going up there. <laughs> you have that. You have the Dundalk accent. They call it like I could. I the, knew I was going to ask somewhere wanna... in Baltimore. You had that. You had that thick accent. Or you can just say a Maryland accent. Mm, basically. That too. Well, we I, all have it. well, here's here's how you can really tell if somebody. I've learned this recently and it was such an eye opener to me. You want to know if somebody's really from Maryland? Ask them where they went to school at. Where'd you go to mm-hmm. school? Me? Uh, South River. Okay, Stacy, where'd you go to school at? Annapolis Senior. Nate, where'd you go to school at? Liberty High, Carroll County. You notice not one of us, even if you did or didn't, never mentioned a single college. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope, you are correct. That's sir. funny. <laughs> I'm gonna say that to people. <laughs> you want to know if somebody's really from Maryland or Baltimore? Ask them. I've got a bachelor's degree. If somebody asked me where I went to school, I'm gonna say EVT. <laughs> I and, because that tells you where i grew up at that's where you oh carol all right so napolis I, okay so you're from a now that's what that's what we do that's right yeah. that's true that's very true yeah oh denise that's gonna be a person we talk about that's a person that was our uh not nominated for best horror film in season two that's denise that owned lucy yeah, yeah she owned lucy the doll yeah welcome doll thing okay so (laughs) you have to check so todd's farm is in uh sparrows point edgemere area okay it's at the end of this road the house is still sitting there it was involved in the war of 1812 all kinds of stuff going on there todd's farm is like when we were renovating right now too todd's farm was like one of those places when we were kids like was like you're gonna go in the house Man, I ain't going in that house. Come on, don't be a bitch. Go in the house. I, I feel like I heard of it or I think seen I have it on, online. I uh, think I have two. Now I know Nathan it mentioned it, but before that, I feel like I may have heard of it in the, in the past. Well, see, it's right funny. Now, we, too, have, we have we uh, have something similar to that down here. Um, it's actually called Lydia's Rest. It's down in it's down in Annapolis. Um, we. It, it it has to do with the wars and all the you know this the the seamen and all of them coming through like with the wars and stuff and it was once a hospital a hot spot for wow. all that here but we're I'm I'm attempting to try and make progress on working with it but the people that bought the property aren't 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 you know feeling it yeah so, so and and we're gonna get into all this stuff I always tell people you know how surprised some people are when you tell them like. Hey, did you know Black Aggie started in Maryland? That's a Maryland thing, Black Aggie. And people are like, what? Uh, that was one of our stories in the beginning of our show. I wanted to get into because I saw some of these things. So we kind of touched on it before the show. And I wish I could record and some of you folks could hear some of the conversation before the show and after. But so so tell me, Stacy and Brandon, how did you how did you get into paranormal investigation? And it was it. Were you already together when you got into it, or was it that that got you together? Tell me about that dynamic. I got into it before, way before I met her. I was interested in it because I grew up in a house that we always been trying to get back to that nobody owns in Pasadena, Maryland. I grew up in a household that was uh, basically a murder scene. I don't know. I guess the wife was killed there. Uh, I won't go deep in detail because I don't know all about it, but we, there's a dark past there. So with the hauntings I had as a kid growing up, thinking it was just anxiety and parents weren't telling me anything, just hiding it from me. That always stuck with me growing up and I was skeptical. I was actually originally a lot of people know I was an atheist. And then I, then I started having faith and believing in more things as I got older. But really it started three years ago in a few days, three years ago, uh, after my brother passed away, 
death always changes things in life and does weird things. So when I had experiences of my brother and weird activity, I just started doing some paranormal, st paranormal stuff on Microsoft and I was streaming. And then when he died, I just went full blown into it. So she got into it because because we were together. We I were think. together pretty much. And, and he, he I was I mean, I've always been like a believer. I've never been a skeptic. I've never you know, I've always watched the shows. I've always did I ever think one day, hey, I'm going to be one of those people? No, 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 I did not. But yeah. it, it's something that, you know, he enjoyed and then I enjoyed doing it. So it's just something that we had in common. I and thought we, it was a, a gig, a passion that I just liked, enjoyed that I can start doing as a live stream. But it, it really, at the end of the day, it was brother's death and the house I grew up in that was just just traumatic traumatic it was insane the stuff that i experienced uh even dave strader from holzer files spoke about that place and uh, if i can get in there i would so really we've been together for 10 years but uh, the three years of filming and doing this we've been doing it the same amount of time mm -hmm. i just i think you know i've done a little bit of ghost hunts here and there growing up with my brother, my oldest that lives in Georgia, but it was nothing like this, nothing serious as this. So yeah, it took a couple things in life <laughs> to really change. They do change say everything. like things, like things that happen in your life can change the path for which you you're living. So I think that's kind of where we are right I, now. I think, think also the skeptic part of me also wanted to see is this BS, uh, um, and is it is it a good thing I have faith now? What I believe in, is it real? Can I explain what I believe in? Can I also give faith to other people? If I can give faith to other people and myself, I'm going to keep doing it, whether I have a career out of it or not. So that was a big part of it, too. I love that that you went from one extreme to the other and you found that faith and you found that that passion there now. Here's a question, though. So you, you talked a little bit about, yeah, we tried. Like, define for me, you know, down in Georgia, yeah, me and my brother, we tried a little bit. Like, how do you try? Is that like standing in in the house and be like, do you see that? You see well, that? <laughs> and before he, even before he was in Georgia, my brother, uh, he was always intrigued in it. I think for a couple years after I got with her, I was just – Messing around with him, messing like around, he, like buying a piece he, of equipment yeah, here he would and there, do, and just kind of just going to different places. Yeah, and just you know, nothing. He serious. would find places like there was one in Eastport down here with this whole story of a house that somebody was murdered in, abandoned, or mental institutions, or who, whatever. We did a few of those things and just to go and and see if anything happens. Not really with equipment. It was just to experience what what it would be like. So he was always intrigued into it, watching UFO things like anything about UFOs or aliens and that type of stuff. And I was more into uh, ghost adventures and all that around that time. So we would just mess around. So that, you know, I still had a thing for it, but I was curious, but I never thought I would do what I do now. But back then, I still probably would say I wasn't a full believer in, in the paranormal field. But uh, yeah, it, it's. Uh, Mainly, mainly, I don't know. I guess Brian's death, my brother that passed away, really triggered something. Uh, not only uh, mentally, but when I also had these experiences. Basically, when uh, he died, we had a lot of weird, unexplained things happening that I could tell was a message from him. You now, know, me out there because you keep you. You've said that a couple of times. These weird things yeah. have happened to me. These things have happened to me. Yeah. Um, I know Nate. That's probably about the weirdest thing that I, that's happened to me. Smile, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm still. laughs> Nate. If it wasn't for me. You'd have no look. Smile, Nate. Don't do it. Don't stop. Um, oh, I see uh, Henny and Denise and Jason, Shaggy, Chrissy. What's up? Uh, Chrissy's on here. Shay, Jason popped on. Jason sent me a message. He's like, I can't find the link. Like, <laughs> send that to him. But um, so. Because I want to get into how how you bring how you brought Nate in and how you've brought some of the people like we've had Jason on as your cameraman, how how you've brought these people. But I'm curious when you say things happen, we all have experiences. I I truly believe this that some people just write off as you know I'll just 
oh, it was a fluke or I didn't see what I think I saw. Then there's other ones of us where we go, looks like a duck, quacks like a duck. It's a duck. Yeah. So for you, where was it that you started saying, this isn't something to blow off. Something's going on here. It was uh, when we were living at the apartments. What apartments is it in Annapolis area? It was down here. um, Yeah, so um, it it was some apartment complex we were living at when I found out he died. I didn't think anything of the paranormal or something was going to happen, but it wasn't too long after he passed away. Um, I wasn't. It's not like I was looking for things, but I noticed like we were in the bed. Uh, I would start first. We would start getting these scents like that. I never smelled before uh, since I was around Brian stuff that he would wear his cologne and I kept smelling it. And I don't wear cologne. She don't wear nothing because I have asthma terribly. So I, I that's one thing I picked up. It was his that scent. Was, like we it, know it, what he it wears. Was that, and it was his smell. So yeah, it was not most like definitely a, was. But then we both started feeling like uh, physical things where we felt like we were being His, touched. There, okay, pushed on. When, he, when he passed away, he was a big music person. He yeah. played the guitar. He, he loved any type of any and every type of music you could, you could imagine. We were just goofing around one night and we were just having a conversation, talking to each other. And then, you know, we have, what they call an EVP recorder. And it's just so it's basically just a voice recorder. Oh, yeah, you can pretty much too. buy any, you know, anywhere. Right. Um, so we were just goofing around and we were like, Hey, you know, if you're around, let us know you're around me. And as soon as Brandon had said that, it sounded like the strum of a guitar came that, across the, the EVP recorder. That and happened. I was like, how, how, there's no way. That was kind of like, like testing it because it was the because the feelings I was getting, like the sense I was getting. Plus, we saw a white mist uh, not not soon after he died in the house, which was really unexplainable and weird. And you know, that's not when I started documenting anything. But after that happened, I started just recording on my phone in my room, and I kept seeing these blue balls of lights uh, around me. Uh, blue light anomalies it wasn't it, like man it was it was kind of manifesting and it was coming and going um and it just kept happening but it was funny because it um, only happened when something was going on like you yeah. know something that was worried if he was worried or stressed your about something your personal energy was up yeah yeah and yeah. it would it, that's when i think brian would come in and kind of give him those those little signals of hey gonna be okay i'm here i'm your older brother and then you know, i started thing. getting equipment before filming and I even testing it out where mm-hmm. he was actually speaking directly with like on point responses i could hear his own voice and the thin ear not just with equipment and it died out after a while and then boom there you go so just those little things i guess you could say were big things for me but uh right. and that's they were weird, man, and uh, it was freaky a little bit at first, but then I got used to it. So, 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 okay. First off, <laughs> I'd be damn. I'd have already moved. Just so, <laughs> <laughs> um, so as all this is going going on, and, and you talk about the the equipment, Nate and I talked about this recently, and and Nate might be able to speak. You know, it's a couple nickels. To, to start picking this stuff up it's not yeah, it's expensive it, it, it's not cheap stuff no nope. uh, it's not <laughs> and, and the kind of you know nate nate said he's going to start a, a feed only page you know just kind of put his toes out there yeah just, right <laughs> finder action but um you know it's it's one of those kind of things that you know you're talking about having the equipment having these things and people showing up um at any point though did you stop and think and we've all seen these movies where they're like, I think it's my dad talking to me. And it's like this evil spirit thing going on. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. I, I did. At first, I questioned that. I know where you're getting at. At first, I absolutely questioned that because I'm like, you know, is it could it be something else? Just knowing and feeding off of the vulnerabilities of, of what's going on. Like, could it be that? And then it was always and it was funny because I myself personally was like you know any sign give me any sign like that when this stuff happens there's one thing that will happen afterwards that i will know for sure and what's funny is the one thing that i i didn't i didn't ask for this per se but for some reason 
my my thought process went to the color red when this happened. So every time we would have these little things happen with his brother, a red bird would show up out of nowhere out yeah. to our window. It would be outside waiting for us by our car it when we walked the, outside. Yeah, it just kept um, happening. Like every time something like the night before something would happen. And the next morning we would see this red bird. And the only cardinal. reason that I know it was this one particular red bird is because the red bird had a spot on it. Yeah. And no other none of the other birds had this little spot right here on like the on the chest, on the breast part. That that was and it was stuff. that's why I was like, okay. Did he have a tattoo on his on his wing that said Brian, then you were like, That's <laughs> him. I know it's him. Yeah, <laughs> right, right? You're right. It it was it was it was strange. And I didn't even know at the time that uh red birds cardinals represent. Yeah, I had no idea ones. either. We had to look I, I that up. That. Yeah, we didn't but, know because we were like, Why do we keep seeing this red bird? And this is one particular red bird like I've, months I don't think in away. Maryland I've, out of my whole life, I, I didn't see too many <laughs> cardinals in general. So I think so. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, he he he, that's why I say he, because he pops out of nowhere on occasions, and he still does. A few he times, will still do uh, that. but it's, it's died down completely. I, I can't even get a hold of him anymore, and I believe he is crossed yeah. over uh, after he's three gone. years, so yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Uh, more, or he's more with my father, with his tough situation going on, and he's got to be around him more. But, but, uh, you think you were talking to him? Say what That New Year's event you were talking to him, weren't you? New Year's event you were talking to him? New New Year, I don't I don't know. What was I doing? I, I can't remember. <laughs> I do too much ghost hunting. <laughs> oh, I guess you did a live. I don't remember. <laughs> hey, question for you. So so now how did you connect with with Nate and, and okay. like I said, uh, Jason <laughs> I love Jason, you know, as your cameraman. How have you kind of built these people that have become the paranormal in the funhouse, and, and I'm going to throw this out real quick, folks. If if you're finding us through through Brandon and Stacy, uh, they're they're on Paraflix. They were uh, nominated for Best Ghost Hunters in 2020. Make sure you're checking out Paraflix. And something I forgot to mention. Now that we got some more people on, they've got a thing where if you put Funhouse 10 into the code for Paraflix, you're going to get a 10 percent discount off of your order. Yeah. So it's basically cheaper than a Happy Meal. It's only like three dollars. Yeah, it's month. cheaper than a Happy Meal. <laughs> and, and you can watch all these things, and you've got all that stuff. Our our boy uh, Patrick from Redgate, his film is on there also. You yeah, stuff on there. So th so it's an opportunity, and, and I'm gonna throw this out real quick so that we have more people, folks. If you're just also joining, you didn't catch the beginning. We're giving away five copies of the fifth season of Yellowstone. All you gotta go do is go on the Facebook. Go into slide into my DMs and um, let me know what your name and your address is, and we're gonna mail you out a free copy. But but tell me, Brandon, how did you connect all these people? Because really, they're all different walks of life. They're different groups, different people. How did you? So, first of all, the Funhouse name came from professional gaming. I was a Microsoft partner, partner with Microsoft, and six months I partnered. You all probably know who Ninja is, even if you're not oh. a gamer. So <laughs> I actually beat his record to be partnered before he ever did in that short amount of time so around that time i just came up with the theme funhouse so we had all that uh when i left i took that brand when i got into the paranormal field and i was like now i'm a facebook partner i'm gonna start doing these live ghost hunts and webisodes so we're gonna go with paranormal funhouse i've met a lot of people i went through a lot of people different mediums some were bull bs uh said, some were legit you have a lot of those we've had for previous people uh, that were on our show that come and go, it just didn't work out. For Kareem, which we nicknamed Scooby now, uh, he's been my best friend my entire life. We got him involved into it. He was an equipment tech, cam and cameraman, stayed with us over the years. Uh, but the people that are here now, for example, Jason, which everybody calls him Shaggy, he he was uh, apparently new. Uh, most of my family, family, and I found out you. like I actually remember <laughs> you when I was younger. You knew my family from Cape St. Clair, uh, but but we didn't know that till after I got him on as a guest. After I got him on as mid season two guest, uh, he was a permanent camera guy for us. So then that's so he stuck around, never left, and then Jason yeah. ended up mentioning nathan this 
wasn't that long ago. So Nathan was a guest uh, on the show for uh, an episode that was supposed to come out. Don't have a date yet for this mansion. And I just met Nathan through Jason and Nathan was like, you know, I'm down. I'm interested in this stuff. I'm going to help you on the side, get spots. So you have less stress. Mm -hmm. And now he's going to be equipment tech. Then there was a woman named Elizabeth, the most legit medium I met that's still off and on on the show named Elizabeth, uh, former military. And now she's retired. So we'll see if she gets back on this new season. But that's kind of the cast right now. We had so many people in the past. There's too many names. I won't mention some of them for, for reasons. But it, I, I took the Funhouse brand from gaming. And I just started meeting these people. But somehow these people I met were in my life already that I didn't know about. So that's <laughs> and they're from Maryland. And, and it, it was strange. A lot of the people that weren't from Maryland didn't work out. We had a dude from PA. Nah, it didn't work out. We had a dude that came from Manchester to move to Maryland. And it didn't work out. We had a lady from, uh, uh, was it Carolina? North Carolina. North Carolina. Didn't work out. So all of Marylanders worked out and this misfit bunch of funhouse folks here. And um, we got two good cameramen uh, that, that could be scared shit. Excuse my language. Scared scared to death all the time. That put them through hell and they're still here. Nathan, he, he's only getting a taste of it. He hasn't got all of it yet, so he'd be, be ready. <laughs> but uh, then me and her, we, we were, we've been married for a while now, been together for 10 years. So when I started this show, before I even knew it was going to be an actual career on TV, she just became co-investigator. She started filming, uh, but then co-investigator. And now she has her own contract for the show. So it, it all worked out, and the people that are on the show now are the right people. Unless they ever wanted to walk, at the end of the day, they're not allowed to because I'm making them. Because we need them. Keep making them. And <laughs> I need them. Uh, they'll, <laughs> we, we, they'll, even if we bump heads and we work together too much or we don't get along one day, we, we all find a way to still be family and uh, best friends at the end of the day. It's not even about just what we do. When we get into filming, yeah, it's a job and we take it seriously. But at the end of the day, we're family at, at, more than mm. anything. So it really brought us together more help me more social anxiety as well i have i have severe anxiety you not only know it. yeah and and now i could be behind a camera and talk to millions of people on, uh, on tv and uh they help me get through that but yeah it's it's strange coming from professional gamer taking that brand name to uh to this and uh meeting these people that actually helped the show so they have to, the ones that are still here are the ones that actually benefit the show uh the ones that aren't there's there's a lot of good reasons they left and it was for the best and it's just a funny thing i never thought of that they're all marylanders now right yep. so everyone Everybody that didn't work out it's not Maryland. from here yeah but uh yeah now you've got the the is it the fourth season that's coming up or fifth season it's the fourth, fourth. season fourth. and it's actually uh announcing that it's my final season of our uh, paranormal the fun house because we're going to do Paranormal Funhouse with a different name now. We're revamping. Be, we're we're uh, going yeah. bigger. So it's going to be like we're the final We're not ending the season. show. We're just doing something, doing yeah. a little twist and turn yeah. here. Yeah, so it's going to be like side series and stuff from here because I can't do what I'm doing anymore, the same thing and repeating myself doing it. Because when you watch Paranormal Funhouse seasons one, two, and three, now you get this season four. You know, it's just new places, new stuff, maybe some new things, but it's it's not what I want anymore. We're I going, want something uh, different for our show. We're going more. Um, we're gonna go more with uh, season four, it, more of a scientific approach to things. Yeah, we're gonna um, we're gonna do more experiments. Basically, starting of using out, all of that's... like the equipment that yeah. you see us use throughout the seasons. We're gonna do more of like the scientific approach using you know, headphones for, we're going to be doing the Estes method more. And if you've What's ever that? heard of that nope. Estes method. So, so okay. Estes method is you know, some people like to call it the SB seven experiment. And it was more vented. I guess you could say, I'll just give the, I'll give them the credit kindred spirits. I mean, I'm friends with them. They're on travel channel. You know, I appreciate what they do, but uh, I, I won't say who invented it, but let's call it, that's this method anyways that's right. what they use but you use headphones noise cancellation headphones uh, just nice pair of headphones plug it in your spirit box blindfold yourself close off your senses you can't hear anything but the spirit box you can't see anything it's dark uh while you're placed alone 
that person is going to be in another room outside a building, another building while they're filming, wherever you're at, asking questions through a walkie where she can't hear from if she's doing it, or we're just asking the questions. After you look over the footage, we're going to hear the answers that she was getting why she senses was closed off and see if it makes sense to what we asked, which has happened a million times. Crazy. I don't, I don't know how to explain I it. I love that. That's or my how, favorite, favorite how, experiment. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and, in season two, Stacey? She did uh, it in se- season three, I season think. Season three and then is the, when and we then really it, started doing it. I love it. Yeah. So, yeah I think. Oh, I love it. I absolutely, I'm like, yeah, lock me in here, blindfold me. She's mainly me doing Ash's <laughs> method and, um, do it. She, she's mainly the one that does the Ash's method. I love method it. I love doing it. Stuff. I love doing that stuff. I had a pistol on myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Believe you me, there have been a few times where I'm questioning my stability here because I'm well, like, yeah. Mm. I mean, because you're not just getting evidence through her right. as the antenna. There's stuff on the video camera that captures some weird yeah, stuff there's, that there's you didn't know was buyer. Like, that are or, walking past yeah. me in the video camera that I, I mean, can't see because so I'm blindfolded. Yeah, and then you start <laughs> since your senses are closed off, uh, closed off. You start feeling more, you know, because you you can't hear. You're hearing white noise you can't see anything you're, you're now you're feeling stuff 100%. now now your mind's also playing tricks on you possibly mm-hmm. or there are are we but really see, that's capturing also, that's, that's what i like i like doing those experiments only because those are for the skeptics too like yeah, you show see, a skeptic hey we're blind uh, we try to figure out what psychos uh so like from the ending of season three to this new season we try to figure out what psychosomatic what isn't is your mind playing tricks on you or, or is it your conscience? Are we creating it ourselves uh, at some point? So that's what this whole new season four is about. Yep. Um, are these places that claim to be haunted, nothing against them if it's not, but I'll go there and film and I'll be like, all right, come out. It has history. It's not haunted. This is your mind playing tricks on you, which is called the Tulupa effect um, that, that Dave Schrader used to talk Tulupa, about. Yes. Basically, they believe that in some places you go to is not haunted, but claim to be, and they make so much money and profit off it because it's that now you heard about it, like the Stephen King's movie at the one hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, that I believe a lot of people come out. It's called the Tulupa effect. Your conscience is creating what you're <laughs> hearing about these stories. Mm-hmm. So you're you're thinking about it. You're creating it. Yep. That's a possibility in some cases, but not all. So I want to get more into that. I want to find out, you know, push our bodies our, to the physical limits, man, see what we can uh, handle and not handle and uh, what's really haunted and isn't. Yeah, so. we're putting we're going to put Nate through that this year. Well, this, this. <laughs> ask Nate is, you know, Nate and I, we pick we pick back and forth. I love him to death. You know, we, he's done a lot of great things to help me out. He's a great person. Horrible fantasy football picker, but great. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but you win. No, he always picks first three picks or kickers. I don't understand it. Kickers. I do not. First three picks are usually running backs and wide receivers. <laughs> Nate, so Nate, in all this, and, and you and I have talked about this, and I've known you've always been into the paranormal stuff, and you've enjoyed it since since we've mm-hmm. known each other. What are you hoping to gain out of this? I mean, because let's let's call this what it is. You, if you look at um, who's the husband and wife that they've made all the movies about, um, the, Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, if we, if you look at what they did, they did some pretty impressive things with paranormal, but it jacked their whole life up. It I did, mean, and it can, it can, it absolutely can, especially with Hollywood. That that energy can attach to you. No matter what. So what are you trying to gain? I mean, because Nate, let's be I mean, let's be honest. You've done very good for yourself. Your life's going in a good direction. Why are you looking to attach yourself to something like this? It's definitely an interesting experience. I'd like to know what's on the other side. I like to be able to help people if possible. Nate, um, on your side. Like the first time. Even I got sick my first time out. Right, Brandon? Yeah, you, you definitely, especially being in a place for your first start, I always highly <clears throat> recommend beginners start off in a graveyard or cemetery. Uh, but who did we, we, he got we almost a 40,000 square feet mansion <laughs> uh, for his first time. So yeah, I mean, 
you're going to feel some stuff you never felt before. And that's why I say like, that's what I do. Is it psychosomatic or is the real thing? He got the experience. Well, what we found out the real that thing, so. related to yeah, yeah um, we did. Yeah. So I'm, I'm ho- hopefully uh, Nathan's looking to get out of this uh, uh, answers that he's always probably wanted. Like I did. And like he said, help people. That's what I do. We will help people cross. We've done that. Uh, we try uh, or work with mediums to do so. Uh, or get answers for family if it's a private residence that maybe they can't get. Uh, we can help, but um, me, it's more yeah, or less get, give you faith. Good. And it's not it's not to push religion on people whatsoever, yeah, but it's no, about like yeah, I'm giving you faith that when you when you do pass, I could tell you that there is something and there's somewhere. And um, if there isn't, then then I I don't know how else to explain this to you because what I'm capturing is showing me there is. Hopefully, it gives you faith. There's people that uh, passed away that were fans of us that always talked about before they died, uh, like big fans of us before they died of cancer. Like uh, they want me to try to get a hold of them or there was somebody uh, maybe a la- last year, I think is gone now. I don't know their names, but I remember them saying, I need you to be able to promise that you're going to talk to me. So we yeah. gave faith to them knowing that they're about to die watching us and they, and they loved us to death. That they they we gave them faith knowing that when they pass on now they have a place to go. So that was settling and and sad to hear that we have fans that are passing away. I can't do anything about it. Right. But I gave them to the where they're messaging me, telling me they want me to communicate with them. That shows me that I when did something pass. that comfort them. I it sounds weird. Um but yeah, um I just hope that we can give answers to a lot of people. And so far for the past three years and all these seasons, I've captured some phenomenal stuff, some stuff that's not even out yet that that's going to show you like our documentary when it comes out, it's going to show you probably a million dollar piece of evidence that I can't wait to show to show everybody that it's legit. And ours is all trial error. We're not some shows. I won't name some shows that are BS uh, fake, or I don't allow anybody to touch my evidence or tamper it. I produce and edit all my stuff. Uh, yes, Paraflix, Patty Negri is executive producer, Natalie's CEO. So they they run the network, but my show at the end of the day, nobody ever touches my evidence, tampers it. So what we're capturing is 100% legit. And trust me, I'll go and film. We just filmed the other night for 13 hours with no sleep, and uh, we don't get a lot sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes we do. Some places so we go to, we don't get. And sometimes I can't. I I couldn't release it in the past, and never would, because I'd be afraid like to release it. Now it's kind of empty. But now I realize I'm gonna start releasing everything, even yep. if it's the history, because some show. places, like I said, that might not have it. At least I showed you how much work we put in here to try to prove to you that there's something right. there, but it doesn't always happen, and what? it's not always equipment based. That, there's a lot to that. I mean, you're. You, well, first off, listen, I, I'm going to make a left turn for a minute. <clears throat> I've watched your trailers. I've yeah. Those trailers. The production value of your trailers is amazing. Just your trailer. Oh, appreciate it. I, I go for this. Since I'm from Maryland, uh, the one thing I didn't mention, I was always using the Blair Witch. <clears throat> so my ghost hunting show, when I pictured it, I wanted to have that Blair Witch vibe to it, but be actual real evidence that's the vibe I always try to go for. I, I, that's, I don't know why. So I didn't want it to look like travel channel, but I wanted to look good. But also sometimes you're watching it be like, man, this, I'm kind of running with them. I'm moving with them. Right. It's kind of raw evidence right. that I'm getting. That's yeah. a Blair witch vibe to it. The VHS style. Liz, you, Liz, Denise, <clears throat> Shay, Jason, that are still hanging with us. Do me a favor. Send me that direct message so I can get those, uh, those dvds out to you guys have been sending messages interacting liz is out here sharing the daylights out of this i see all the comments too guys appreciate you guys um so we're officially back the ones that have been wondering officially back on facebook officially back on tv so it's good to see everybody here send me your send me your uh your addresses in a direct message so I <clears throat> out to you i i don't know if you've watched yellowstone or not do what i would do wrap it up in a like as a gift and then give it to somebody else who maybe they've watched and then you just you've saved yourself some money because i would yeah you're that. giving it out you're not they don't have to pay for anything right, right? so genius just, you guys want to get some free stuff message them 
Nate wants a copy. You should give a copy <laughs> to Nate. And, and you know, we're, we're close to the end of closing the bar up here. And it's almost that time. But what are some like we've talked about some of the places you've been. We talked about going to Todd's farm. That's you need to do that. That's in Edgemere. That was a big spot. If you start looking into a lot of these paranormal things in Maryland, we have so like we have so many battlegrounds. Like I said, I grew up in Dundalk, Germantown or uh, Old Battle Grove Road in Dundalk was where the War of 1812. There's a there's a field that we used to walk past. I'll never forget this because if you know Dundalk, you know Drug City. It's yeah. everybody knows Drug City. It's good snowballs and you can go there and uh, it, it's a little neighborhood drugstore. Nobody goes to nobody goes to CVS or none of that. I know you go to Drug City. They got your. Yeah, I had a friend named Anthony who grew up over there, so I was over there. <laughs> yes, Walgreens. What are you out of your mind? Gotta <laughs> <laughs> go get that shit. But uh, for a second. Yeah. Right, right across the street from it is an empty field. My whole life, it was an empty field. It just was an overgrown field. I went back a couple years ago to see my mom, and we went there to to drug city to get snowballs there's a sign in that field now that says battleground war of 1812 blah 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 this is where the the huns came through and which is so perfect for dundalk hey look here oh like, yeah the huns um, were, yeah the huns came up through here they had big beehive hairdos and everything they were mm-hmm. going but it was one of these kind of places for you though in all these investigations we all have our bucket list. You know, we, we had the, the guys from uh, Unearth- Unearthing the Paranormal on. Unearthing Supernatural? Supernatural. No, they um, yeah. A mix in shows. Yeah. But those – shut up, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had those guys on, and they talked about um, – and Nate probably what, – what is it? Vulture or something? Vulture City. Vulture City. They do a lot. Paraflix does a lot of their paracons over there, actually, like like Comic Cons, basically, but for the paranormal. But do you have a spot where you're like, hey, on our bucket list, like there's the hotel out in California that. Well, I will tell you honestly, mine. Mine is not in Maryland. It's obviously outside of Maryland, but my ultimate goal is to go to Virginia City, Nevada. And investigate Virginia City, Nevada. That's where Unearthing Supernatural has done their stuff. Super, super. I'm super excited. Like, I'm so excited. I would love to go there. Just to go there and just feel it out because I've seen so much on it. Like, it's so interesting to me. And I'm so, like, intrigued by that place. It's all desert. It's kind of just desert. It's just, like, desert town, western, old western. It's amazing. Stuff like that. I'm like, I want to go. I need to go. That's one place I will go. If we ever do that, if we ever do that, I can get Hero in on it. Yeah, well, you, that's kind of you need where the they've done it. Yeah, well, you need a guy like that to, to fight that fight off the bad juju. Yeah, like, it's different different type uh, of oh, and, energy and, there. And but you know what though, you kind of bring up some. You guys are investigating. You're, you know, you're like you said the new the new season after season four. You're taking that scientific approach to all this and. Uh, Again, my brain never works, just so you guys know this. <laughs> Ours either, so we're in good company. We had a gentleman on who was involved in uh, basically duping University of California back in the in the 70s and telling them that he had all kinds of abilities and you know psychic abilities. And he was a con he deliberately did it this way as a con to show them that all this is bullshit. And he, he, it's a big thing. And they actually had the million dollar challenge. Um, if you look into the million dollar challenge, that's still, I, I, I know what that is. I know right. what that is. Cause I, I was in contact with them before. I was, I was curious about that. So all those we've had them, the one before. Yeah. When, when you hear about things like this and you, and you see these, your, your approach is very scientific to be able to prove something. Yeah. The other side is those guys with like hero, they take a very spiritual, yeah. uh, I guess, for lack of better, homeopathic approach yes. to it. Mm-hmm. Where do these lines cross, though, for you? Where you kind of say, "We, it, it's both here. They're they're in both worlds." Oh, they are. They are. It really is. I mean, when you're talking that, like, you're combining both of those things together. Honestly, ninety ninety nine percent of the time. Let's be honest. I mean. When we're in places that we know that have been known to be dark, darker presence, darker spirits, 
we want to make sure that we're using the cleansing tools that we have, meaning like our crystals, That's our different you. crystals, our salts, our, you know, our different things from our, like where you would go, your sage, all but that my big, stuff. My biggest thing um, is too nowadays, and a lot of people, you might, in the paranormal field, might not believe it works. Some do. Uh, prayer, protection, prayer. Yes, There's nothing absolutely. stronger than prayer. Absolutely. Whatever your religion is, whatever your prayers may be. We're not um, necessarily praying like you know i mean we're not putting yeah, like I, I said again no religious I, thing I, but i my best but my favorite thing is i feel like protects me is the you know our feels angel, better with uh, the more the prayers uh, you know protection from the archangel even though there's times in the paranormal field people have claimed they've been attacked by it stuff like that but you know mm -hmm. I, I like i like using my prayers before and after if i don't have the utensils to cleanse if i don't have elizabeth that for a medium to cleanse um Nobody can tell me that a prayer is not strong enough to stop something. So if you believe in something that much, it's going to work. That's kind of, that, that yeah, comes absolutely. in with faith. So prayer is yeah, the strongest one. tool. No, nothing stronger than prayer. I mean, let's be yeah. real. Uh, and so, so you want to go out to, to Virginia city. Now that's, that's you there, Stacy. How about yes. you? You got a spot? I mean, I would, I would, I would say the catacombs, right? What was it? Uh, the only one person ever got into it. He had to sneak in, Zach, right? But that's gonna be unrealistic, and I can't <laughs> get into the catacombs in Paris. But in Paris? yeah, in yes, Paris. Paris. Uh, but it's gonna be from my home because it's gonna be from the state of Maryland. And now, I always say it, Crownsville Mental Hospital. We almost got into it. That was always on my bucket list. Uh, we always were supposed to go uh, after having a permit. They pretended we didn't exist. They want to keep secrets a secret. I even got in touch with the guy who did a documentary on Amazon in 2018 about the truth of the place, and it, it's dark. If you're from Maryland and you heard about Crownsville, you don't know about Cro uh, Crownsville. Or if you haven't, you need to it. look into it. Um, I really want that before they end up demolishing it or destroying it at some point. Uh, but it it has to be. The Crownsville Hospital or Glendale Hospital, one of the two main mental institutions that a lot of people know about in Maryland. It's so hard to get into. But now that I'm on TV, you would think it'd be easier. But no, when you're on TV, they're like, wow, we're going to get on TV and we're going to get money. But we're afraid to put this out in the world for you to expose the stuff and the truth and the past. That's how some of these people are. Okay. They don't want a certain image in some places, or they don't want you to tell the truth of what they did. There's but so it, many secrets the, being hidden. But at the end places. of the day, some of these people that are, you know, holding these places or taking care of them still or keeping them up, that's not your fault. Yeah. It's not you. You're I just afraid to get a bad rep. Yeah, there was people before you. Some people want to learn this. You learn history. The people. The young people that watch the show are watching it, not for just the thrill of the paranormal, but they're learning stuff from it. So, but like, I go knew. to, yeah. So, like, who knew that uh, Crownsville they use as uh, before it was even a mental institution? Uh, the people that are still alive that explained it was it was kind of like a, a place where slaves would go and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, absolutely. So I didn't know about that. Absolutely. So that was a place where slavery took place even before it became a, a crappy situation. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, that was one thing I was like, dude, I didn't even know that. Didn't even mention it in the documentary. And then um, I don't know. They just want to hide those things. But but it has to be one of those two mental institutions. If I can get into Glendale, which we're talking recently about, mm -hmm. maybe. Uh, Crownsville's not going to happen. Uh, I have less you sneak in. I'm not allowed to do that on Paraflix. <laughs> so, <laughs> unless one of you guys go inside for me and, you know, come oh, back yeah. with some film, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. How about yeah, you? I, As you're getting yeah. into this, let's you're Scooby. Where? <laughs> Scooby Dooby. Scooby, uh, Kareem, yeah, Kareem. He yeah. ain't allowed to go in either. Now he's on Paraflix film. We can't. <laughs> sadly, you, gotta have permission. Want to get into Nate? I'm actually gonna get to go down there this summer. I want to go to the Hatfield and McCoy's graveyard. Oh, I get okay. To check that out. Very cool. So that that would be one. I I'll tell you one that I lived in that I think you should do. If you can ever get a chance to go investigate the Watervliet Arsenal in Watervliet, New York, it is the oldest active arsenal in the United States. Built, and I know I've mentioned the War of eighteen twelve a lot. I think because it gets forgotten often. Yeah, 
in this country, we talk about the Civil War. We talk about the Revolutionary War. And Civil War is always brought up oh, most always. of the time, especially yeah. in the field. We like jump over the War of eighteen twelve. Like that didn't happen. all the time. Bitch, it happened. It yeah. happened. Not involved in that shit. <laughs> but the, the I wrote in that too, Brandon. Yeah, the Waterloo yeah. was up by me, and <laughs> they actually used to have people come in and do investigations there uh, every year. And I always just remember my old neighbor. She had a son. He was probably about. Ah, three years old, somewhere around there. And she used to tell her mom, he used to tell his mother, mommy, the red faced man wants me to let him in. And, That's weird. And she would look outside like, what the hell is he talking about? Their house was directly across the street from mine. Um, the invest, come to find out the house she lived in used to be the hospital and morgue from the war of 1812. Well, they, yeah. <laughs> told her. Yeah, the red-faced man is because they would bring the wounded service members to the front. and So it was like blood. It was blood. blood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was somebody dead trying to get in. I get. Children. And he was wow. a kid. That their he was, are they're crazy, very sensitive. So they see things. Children like, yeah. and animals are the most sensitive when it comes to that. A red-faced man. Now that's, yeah, that's interesting. That's and then find out that and then, yeah, the then they're seeing wounded. I have to check that. I have to look that up and check that out. That sounds interesting. Yeah, that's it. The how the commanding officer's house when there is actually the old is the second largest government run home behind the White House is how big it is. It's huge. I've been inside. Wow. You talked about quarters. You go down into the basement of that building and there's all these J hooks that hang from the ceiling because mm -hmm. that's where the servants would live, live in the basement when it was cold and their racks were on these big pieces of wood. And they would get up in the middle of the night and shovel coal into the furnaces for the uh, to keep the house warm. Oh wow! It's a whole wonder thing. if there's still like an opportunity they would want to film for television. I want to check that out for sure, even if not. And by the way, to catch up with the comments, I've seen some stuff. Uh, Denise said her house. Yeah, that that I will say. You guys start watching our show. I would start in season two. It's one of my favorite seasons. Uh, watch. Uh, we went back to my hometown, my dad's hometown, uh, where my family's from, PA. Did family reunion <laughs> called Lucy. Uh, that episode, I if highly recommend. If you're into dolls, yes. that would be the episode for you to watch. See, season two, family reunion, <laughs> Lucy, is one of my best. And that was nominated as well. So they never. I always got nominated, never won anything, but. You know, for it to be nominated, special to me, and I feel like then that's probably the episode you should go watch first. Season three is more up to date with things. Season one is where it all started before we even got on TV. We were just making this stuff, and they were like, "Let's put this season on there." When we we were the originals, we're the first or second show they ever put on there. So season one is kind of like the raw. Uh, so, and, and everybody that's here, uh, looking forward to live streams. I'm bringing back live ghost hunts for free on Facebook on the paranormal, the fun house page. And then you can just Google our name up. You'll find all old, uh, or new upcoming things. So season four, look for it. Uh, we got, uh, a bunch of uh, stuff coming out. Uh, basically Garrett Jacobs mansions, an episode to look forward to. We have our documentary movie that's been worked on for two years, uh, House of Horror uh, from Laurel, Maryland. Uh, I'm sure you heard of Laurel before. So that, that's our documentary, um, our first movie. Uh, then we have, well, was Robert Johnson House was a trailer that came out. Everybody was like, okay, so I've been waiting for this. So what we did is that trailer now is still out, but we cut that episode and we're going to include it in another film we just did, the trilogy of the historic ends of Maryland, where it's the Calvert House, Robert, Johnson, Maryland, and all together in season four. So. You definitely know the Calvert House. Well, look, folks, again, go go subscribe. I, I know a lot of you already know know who Stacy and Brandon are. You're learning about Nate. You're learning about us. Make sure you're going and giving them likes, follow, subscribes. It might sound cliche. I say this every week. It might sound cliche to say these things, but those of us that are putting ourselves out in the social media like this and, and putting these things out to you, if you don't do that, no one knows who we are. We're yep. just out in the ether. It matters to us. It's important to us. It's how you show your love to us, just the way, the same way we show our love by showing up every week for you. So please give them that those likes, follows, shares. Do it those. Helps. Do yes, those. Yes, everything. 
it, it makes a difference. Again, they were taught we we have this. If you're into these things, or maybe you haven't watched it yet, Paraflix. It's just like Netflix, but for paranormal, it's Paraflix. It's four ninety nine a month to, to subscribe to it. If you type into there, if they ask for a promote, where they ask for the promotional code, Funhouse ten, one word, Funhouse ten, you're gonna get ten percent off of that. You're gonna get an opportunity to check these things out. There's a lot of our prior people on here, folks. Like I said, Brent, you, you've got Paranormal in the Funhouse. You've got uh, Patrick Cutler and Redgate Film. You've got the yeah. um, uh, the unearth the unearthing guys are, are on there. Patty Negri is on there. There's a lot of all the people that you enjoy. They're all on there. They've been here on the show. Make sure you're, you're going and checking those folks out. It matters to check them out and to see what they're they got going on. It makes a huge, huge difference. Also, if this if my show is you're finding it through these folks, which I really appreciate it, all the great comments. Uh, whoever it was that you said that had the dolls, I remember who it was it was it Denise? Yeah, it was Denise. Denise was the one that earned that Lucy oh. doll and ended up selling it <laughs> after it got on TV. I'm with Jason. Keep that doll with you. I'm not it. <laughs> after watching the original Poltergeist movie, the doll thing messed me up with the clown and the kid. Yeah, I see. I originally didn't believe in that stuff until I I witnessed it myself, and uh, well, somebody else bought it. So, yep, keep them where they're at. But uh, <laughs> make sure you give us like, follow, shares, all those kind of things. They make a difference for us. They make they make things happen. Uh, next week, as you all know, here at the bar, we always make a shift to something new. Next week, we are talking with a gentleman who wrote a book all about the bringing of the martial art of Aikido to the United States, how that happened, how that happened after the Second World War. We're talking about that next week. So that's an opportunity. I still got this giveaway. Folks, I, I'm looking here on my uh, on my instant messenger. I have Denise. She's, she's going to get a copy. I got four more copies. Send me a message <clears throat> on uh, Nate. Nate, send me your fucking shit. I'll send you the damn copy. I'll make sure. A anybody that... Uh, uh, there's going to be a lot of people watching this when I share this out, so I'll definitely let people know when I send this, hey, the giveaway, what you're giving, so they can shoot you a message, and they don't have to pay for anything. So. I got I got four more copies left. Left. Denise got her copy. I got four more copies left of the fifth season of uh, Yellowstone. We're gonna I'll give send you my info. I know you will. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to make an announcement right now. I was going to save this. I'm going to make this announcement now. Uh, as we know, Nate and I pick on each other all the time. We send messages every day. We got a big announcement. Brandon, you get to be here for the big announcement. I was going to hold it for later. Okay. Starting August 5th. We don't know how regular these are going to be. We're going to try to make them as regular as we can. Uh, we're going to be starting a the Above the Bar podcast presents After the Lights Go Out. This is going to be a new series uh, on Saturdays dedicated to professional athletes or maybe even division one athletes, maybe their sport doesn't have a professional side to it and talking about what it was like after that sport had ended, after you had been the biggest dog on, on the block, after you've been the number one person, everybody knew your name when you showed up at, at the local Jimmy seafood and they had a table waiting for you. You're not on the team anymore. It's three years later. What's that world like for you? Oh, that's awesome. That sounds very interesting. Uh, and that's I'm, different. And Nate doesn't know this. Nate, I actually will be booking a woman who lives in my local area who is a LPGA Hall of Famer. Wow. And lives in my local area. I met her today. Name's Kay. And I was like, Kay, I would love to have you on. She goes, absolutely. And she's a LPGA Hall of Famer. That's so, awesome. When's that start? August 5th. We're going to start okay. August 5th. The first episode is going to be Mark. Uh, Jason, you got it. Jason, send it to me on Messenger the same way you did before. And now everybody's going to know your, know where you live, Jason. They're gonna all be yeah, they're all going to be like, hey, guess what? I'm going to go visit that dude, Jason. We've had crazy show up in Maryland, find our address. So okay, go delete that <laughs> send it directly to me. But um, yeah, that's going to start August 5th. The first one is uh, Marquise Ogden. Who played for the Ravens, brother? Oh, okay. Jonathan Ogden, and uh, he's gonna be a host, also. Yeah, he's gonna be one. Of, and then uh, um, pronounce her name Amira. Amira, Amira Lewis, who is the wife of Jermaine 
Lewis from the Baltimore Ravens. Jermaine. Awesome. awesome. So I said, so I said Jermaine. I didn't say Jamal, I said Jermaine. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> she, she's going to be coming on also, and she's going to give the angle from being the spouse of an athlete like that. Those are some of the other people we're going to have. Is well, I want to have the spouses of these folks who live that life, and now it's not there no more. What was that like for you? It's very so, intriguing because I haven't came across anything like that, and a lot of people think about that. You know, yeah, yeah we we've seen some of the thirty by thirty on thirties or where are they nows, but nobody really. Like, dude, I just want to know what it was like to go from, hey, today you're the talk of the town to tomorrow, unless somebody really knew you. And they're not all, you know, not everybody can be Peyton Manning and still on TV and all that stuff. Yeah, that's true. Jason, you got to send that to me, brother, so I can get that to you. But And uh, they want to be a guest on the show too, Brandon. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting some NFL players uh on on season four and uh get paraflix wrong with some athletes on uh on tv man so i always had like mediums and special guests uh known ghost hunters but never had an athlete so that's interesting. that's so great i'm gonna change that so now we're getting ready to <laughs> close up the bar here folks again we do this every wednesday 8 p.m eastern standard time facebook youtube linkedin twitter twitch I see Stacy walked away. I don't know how far she away. had. She had to go. Uh, I guess one of the kids woke up, so okay. she had to do that. All right. So we. Ha- I know you've watched all 170 some episodes. This might be 180. I got to double check. I know you've watched all of them, Brandon. Just binge them and just craved all this energy from here. So you know that Nate. Nate always already knows this rule, and we'll let Nate go first. So maybe he can show you how this works. But the guest. <laughs> always gets the final word so what is the final word you got for us nate stay spooky i like it what's your final word you got there brandon uh just thank you to everyone that that has our back again man in this uh this upcoming new season i know we've been gone so i appreciate it thank you guys Alrighty, folks be sure to push your stool in This has been an Earplug Podcast presentation found on EarplugPodcast.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, and wherever your favorite podcasts are found.